thanks for joining us for the Step Out and Thrive Ministries podcast with me, Bethany Boring. Just a side note, just in case you start listening and you're going, huh, I'm listening to this and I might be some missing some visual content. The truth is you might be because this is what we do. Every week over at YouTube, release one video and on that video is obviously visual content as well. So this is just the audio from those videos. So if you would rather watch and see at the same time, you can definitely check us out on YouTube or at the website stepoutandthrive.com. But this is also a great avenue, right? So I'm just encouraging you to sit back, let's take a deep breath together, and this time just spend laughing, enjoying yourself, get the brain going, maybe get your Bible out, and let's enjoy some Step Out and Thrive time together. So, somebody comes up to you and asks this. Hi Bethany, how has God been working in your life lately? How do you respond? Are you all like, to share what God's doing in our life, but that's what we're going to cover today. It's all three easy steps how to share your testimony with confidence. Let's get it started. So let's start with testimony. What does it mean? Okay, so picture yourself. You are in a courtroom and the judge turns to you and says, Hey, what is your testimony? What do you share? It's basically your experience and you're providing evidence of what you experienced and why you experienced it that way. It's your witness account. So basically, testimony is basically, Hey, this is what I experienced God do in my life. And that should make us excited. That should make us just, just, so bubbling up to share that with other people. So that is what the word testimony means. So with that, let's go on to the three steps. Step number one, easy. Basically, what was going on in your life before God interceded in the way that he did? Usually there's a pain point. If you think about it like a story, many story characters, they influence some kind of trouble, some kind of problem, something that they need answered. So what was going on in your life? And I think the trick for some of us is that we don't really realize that was a problem to begin with. So, but I want you to explain maybe like um, the walls that you were breaking up against or the relationship crisis that you were having or the feelings or thoughts that you were struggling with. Spend a little bit of time there explaining to people what your life was like before God did what he did. Step number two is the most easiest, but I kind of find a lot of times that it's the one that we kind of breeze past. <laughs> Step two is easy. Basically, what did God do? <laughs> now, I've heard some testimonies that you're really excited and God does something, but we spend so much time in step one and so much time in step three that when we actually talk about what God did, it's like, oh yeah, and God saved me. Huh, well, how did that look? <laughs> 
How did that look like again? What did the day look like that this happened? What was going on inside of you? What feelings were you experiencing? What thoughts were going through your mind? How did God sound to you if you heard something in your mind? How did it feel? What verse did he lead you to? What was going on with the friendships and relationships that you were having that day? Break it down and spend some time camping out here because I will tell you from personal experience, people want to know how that was for you. Maybe it might be an invitation for you to spend some quiet time alone with God and say, God, I don't remember how this experience really went in my life. I know the before and I know the after, but I can't pinpoint that moment that you really spoke to me. Can you bring that back to me right now, God? Can you show me what you did? Maybe it's a journal entry that you had. Maybe it's a talk that you maybe had with a friend or two, day two after. Just spend some time there and camp out there and really ask God to show you what that experience did for you. Alright, and part three is probably the easiest out of all of them. Basically, what did that do for you? How did God change your life? We've seen what you were before. We saw what God did for you. So, what happens now? What's the next steps that you took? How do we know that it's really been transformational in your life? Spend some time there. Not a whole lot of time. Most of your story should actually be in the before in the middle and what God did. But share us where, where you are now. It's probably the most exciting part to talk about. Like, hey, God allowed me to do this. <laughs> so now that we've talked briefly about the three parts of a good testimony, uh, you get to watch one that I did. <laughs> you see, just a couple months ago, our church was starting, before all this COVID stuff started, our church was actually starting a video ministry. Perfect timing. And after getting back from a certain trip to Mexico, some people noticed that I had a couple stories to share. And they confronted me. They said, hey, Bethany, would you like to share your testimony on camera? At first, I wasn't completely sure how to answer that, but it was such a neat experience because I just got to go and share exactly my thoughts on camera. So without further ado, check out the testimony that I did for LifePoint Church. I outlined each phase, one, two, three, in the bottom of the video and see if you can follow the outline. My name is Bethany Boring and I cannot wait to share what God got to do with me in Mexico. You see, I was born with so many kind of disabilities. Deaf in my left ear, partially deaf in my right ear, the hole in the eardrum. I was blind in my left eye, I am blind in my left eye, partially blind in my right eye as well. And I have a short right hand, a short right arm, and also a pacemaker. But with all of these limitations and struggles, I just was born with a sense of fear. I always had to find my place. Everybody else seemed like they could walk right out to the edge of the cliff and jump down. But for me, I just felt like it was that one thing that I couldn't do. I was scared to be who I was because I knew that I wasn't accepted. With all of this in my story, I just really was surprised when God tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, you need to go to Mexico when I barely can cross the street without being afraid of something happening. My boys, coincidentally, as God always does this, were already scheduled to be gone for the whole entire 10 days. So as I paused and really thought about what to do, God sent a friend in my life that said, Bethany, right now in this time of your life, you really just need to get away and get along with God. And I have this perfect place right over in Mexico just for you, girl. You just have to get there. 
No matter what I tried to say I couldn't do, God provided. He provided the airfare. He provided the plane ticket. He provided the parking. He provided meals, everything that I needed. Literally, I literally going, okay, I'll go. Wasn't really excited about going, more fear, but God promised me that he wanted to do something during this time. The very second I even went to go park the van in the parking spot, the guy that came to pick me up in the shuttle, he, you know, I was complaining, I said, I'm so sorry, I didn't park in between the lines, I'm so stupid, I'm not sure why I did that, and he stopped me, he's like, hey, who told you that? There was a woman in the church named Lori who always reminds me to ask, have God ask you, who told you that when you get lies in your head? From that very moment, all the way until I got back to Mexico, God was in total control. One of my favorite moments in between the meals, swimming in the top of a rooftop pool, zip lining, ATVing, somewhere within all of that. <laughs> One of my favorite moments with God is when he led me to the bottom of a cimote, which is a man-made water hole in Mexico. And they're very popular, not necessarily to swim in, more to jump in. Well, I had just been doing all of these activities that I mentioned, and they lead you there to cool off. So I found these stairs that took me down gently to the bottom, and I was sitting there quiet with God. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my view, I see these kids just free jumping off the cliff. Ever since I was a little girl, I've been wanting to do that. But with my hearing loss, I, risked, I had to go deaf, partially blind because I can't wear my contacts and also I risk an ear infection. And it just said, I'm in another country for goodness sakes, why would you do that? But God. <laughs> so I was watching all these kids jumping. I slowly made my way up. And I even remember stopping for a second on the very edge, curling my toenails over the edge and looking down and wanting that. And God grabbed me at that moment and said, girl, I have been working so hard through you. Look at you right now. You are conquering your fear, not because you wanted to, but because I told you that you could. I want to do something right now. This could be better than anything you've ever experienced. You don't have to be accepted. You just have to be mine. I backed up, took the deepest breath I think I've ever taken, ran and jumped, and it's almost like God caught me in his hands. And I can't explain it other than that. I know the moment only took a couple seconds, but for me, it was a lifetime. And as I was jumping in, I saw all these moments in my life that brought fear, that brought shame, that brought guilt, that brought just so many just bad emotions, so many sleepless nights. And God said, this is done. This is no longer part of you. You are free. You are whole because you are mine and you can live free in me. Ephesians 3, 16 through 21 has always been a verse that's been so important in my life. And it talks about how wide and how deep and how long his love is, but I felt like I couldn't experience it. I thought it was something that you had to wait to die to experience in heaven, but God said that it's here and right now. And at that moment, it's like all of that was embottled in that moment. And so when I hit the water, which I did very hard, <laughs> I eventually made my way back up. And I usually fist bump, I guess it's a boy mom thing, but I usually fist bump, but this time, I rose my hand and I caught myself, it was empty. A complete open hand surrendered to what God was doing. It's as if all that shame, all that guilt, every moment of my life that I had ever felt separated from me, God, from God just fell apart. And I just was there with hands wide open. Almost like God was saying, you are a new creation. You don't have to hold on to this anymore because I've got you, baby girl. <laughs> I've got you. And because I've got you and because you're mine, you can be free, you can go with hands wide open, and you don't have to try to control it anymore. That is what God taught me. And so ever since I've been home, during my conversations with people, God has caught me, 
when I'm scared. And it's not all perfect. I still have anxiety. I still have fear. But God has caught me when I'm digging my fingernails into my fist. And he said, no, I've done something new. Open your hand. Open your hand because I have taken that all away. So I've caught myself in the middle of conversations, in the middle of tough journeys, opening my hand and trusting God. I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't even have to know what all of this is all about, but all I know is that I'm a child of God and He set us free. And that is so awesome. Okay, so did you catch it? Did you see each part of the step progress throughout the whole video? I'm glad you guys feel confident now and know how to share your testimony. It's a work in progress. It's not something we always nail down, but it's something that we can share even in the everyday occurrences that God does in our life. Maybe it's just the verse that he gives you in the morning, or maybe it's a conversation that you have with your kids. Whatever it is, however God works, know that you have the confidence to share what God's doing in your life. I hope you enjoyed this video, and I'm planning to release a couple more like it as well. So if you want notified, make sure you click on the bell, like, and subscribe, and I would love to connect with you personally. So hey, why not leave a comment? Because I would love to know if you're implementing these three steps, or hey, better yet, are you sharing your testimony? I would love, 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 love to see that and read that or whatever that looks like in your life. So share away. And remember, dare to do more than just survive, step out and thrive. See you guys later. enjoy today's step out and thrive ministries podcast and hey if you did i would love to connect and of course i would love it if you would share this on social media so first of all if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcasting app would you do me a favor to subscribe and also if it's got star ratings would you care just to take just a second to rate it uh good comments only <laughs> but seriously uh would love the ratings and would love um to be able to get this information out to other people that may enjoy it second of all make sure you check out the website stepoutandthrive.com and just as a reminder i'm available for coaching both single coaching and group coaching but also i'm available as a speaker i love to travel around the united states inspiring and motivating people to not only connect with some other people but to connect with god and connect with god's story that he's already doing and to look and see it in amazing ways. So if any of that interests you, make sure we connect and also check out all the other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We are present. So without further ado, until next time, dare to do more than just survive, step out and thrive.